Hello everyone. So today I have with me Obianuju Maduka who's going to be sharing a story about when sickle cell bows and it's um, a story about her divine encounter with God's healing power. Um, I don't have Uju in front of me but I have her online so this is going to be exciting and I know that the internet connection is going to be good <laughs> so that the whole um, interview session could flow. So please stay with us on the encounter series with me Osaru Alile. Hi, Uju. Hello. Okay, guys. So, yes, Uju is here with us today, and I'm really excited to have her on the Encounter series. And today, Uju is going to be sharing with us about her encounter with God's healing power. And um, for me, guys, this is like an exciting, exciting story. And I'm just going to let Uju first introduce herself to our lovely listeners. So, Uju, can you please tell our listeners who you are, where you're from, and all that? Like, just, you know, a little bit of information about yourself. Okay. Hello, everybody. Hi, guys. My name is Uju Maduka. I do business <laughs> right now. Yes, I do business. I used to work before, but right now, I don't work anymore, so I do business. That's okay, it. Okay, that's exciting, Uju. And um, Uju... Um, I would like, let's just go straight to your story because it's exciting. So I want people to hear it. And, um, I think you should maybe start from the, the, the very beginning of it. So Uju was, you know, of course, giving me just like highlights of the story so that I understand where we're going with this. And the beginning part was, um, you know, Uju was not born. Okay. You know what, Uju? Go into it. Tell us. <laughs> Okay, I'm very excited and I thank God for this opportunity to be able to share the awesomeness and the great miracle God in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say a big thank you to Osara for this great opportunity Girl, for me. <laughs> thank God. Oh, yes, we thank God. Okay. Right from the beginning, okay. I was um I'm five fifths out of six yeah. children. I was not born a sickler SS like you you guys have heard. I was born and um, they said my genotype then was was um AS. So out of um six children, two of us Two of my siblings were SS and the rest AA and AS because my parents, they are both um, AS, AS. You know, right back back then, they didn't used to check all of this and they they just got married like that. And they later on found out what was going on that they were both um, AS. Okay. From there, okay, (laughs) I wasn't... As a baby, as a child, I wasn't sick, you know. I was just the normal, everyday child illness, as in when it comes like that. So, but um, I could remember when it all started was like when I was about entering um, secondary school, you know, and I was very sick, very sick. I don't know what it was. I, was, I just found myself in the hospital admission, and the next thing that came up was, they said 
to do blood transfusion. My blood was affected. What is going on and on? And they now said my genotype death is SS. Mm. Whoa, my mom was like, what's going on? That this was girl, born SS, yeah. she has never been a she has never been a sickly child that um, what was going on? How come she's now um SS and you know doctors and their <laughs> explanations. We didn't buy it then anyway, because they were like, um, I was in between AS and SS, SC. So many issues and, were and just coming up. And no. How old were you? Um, I was about okay. 12 then. I was about entering secondary school. So I was I was about 12, 12 okay. years old then. So that was what happened. So then my mom was scared of blood transfusion because she had had um, one of my siblings that died at, oh, as wow. a child that had gone through blood transfusion. And um, after the blood transfusion, it all the child just after like two days after the child died, it was mm -hmm. a boy. So she didn't want to, to do the same with you. Want to go through that for me? Yes. So she started seeking help for other hospitals that would, you know, do something, but not blood mm -hmm. transfusion. So I was taken out of that hospital to another hospital that. Um, the doctor agreed and was like, let them see what they could do, but not blood transfusion. So at the end of the day, with God's help and all, I started recovering and they didn't do blood transfusion on me. But the whole thing, my genotype had changed. SS. Okay, so your genotype was now SS at this time. Okay. Yes, it was now SS at that time. So from there down, I couldn't go to a boarding school. I had already taken an exam to resume in a boarding school. I couldn't go to a boarding school because my health was now delicate. Mm -hmm. They had it was something that everybody was that. had to, you know, take care of what they're about and all. So I had to, you know, stay at home, take um go go to school from the house. So that was how it, it all started. From then on, I was always sick. When I say always sick, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but um, we all know how sickle cell, mm -hmm. how the whole thing is. The pain and everything is just unbearable. Wow. It's, it's something someone can, you, you can wish your enemy to go through. So it, it was something that gave my parents a lot of worry because they, they felt they just had to, they could cater for. But now Enjoy. I also was now SS. Yes, we're now three in the, in, in the family. So it was a cost mm -hmm. to worry about. So how, you know, we started taking precaution, you know, how to prevent it, how to control it, what and what to do, you know. So back there, when I entered university also, it was something else because the school where I went to was very far. It was very far. So I had to 
know the injections to take. I had to know the drugs to take. When the crisis is coming, I had to be rushed to the hospital and all. So it was, it was, I don't know the word to use, but it was so, I was so much in pain and it was something I couldn't understand. I didn't understand what was going on because I felt that ah, this is in that, you know, I didn't yeah. start up with, I just, like that suddenly I just found myself mm. as a sickler you know mm. back then in university I think that was when I now started um, my work with God okay. you know I joined the fellowship in church I joined the fellowship in school I joined the fellowship there and I started you know Going God on your own, having yeah. teachings and and um, I now realized that uh, God had um, there was anyone that is with God, your healing is one of the privileges, one of the things that you should yeah. have really. So I started seeking God concerning healing because it was one of my problems then one of one of one of the issues yeah. i had because I, I i was always sick in school so that was whenever i'm i have any prayer points it was on healing father lord heal me you know so started so even when i got home to at home i had um, a neighbor that was that was a nurse that was a nurse so before Crisis could get um, out of hand. She would treat me, give me injections, even admit me in her house or my house. Sometimes we drip and all wow. of that. That was, yes, how I was able to like manage. Will I say manage? <laughs> to I don't the know. Best that you could at the time, yeah. <sighs> yes, so that could at least be better because. So sometimes this, this thing comes up at night. The crisis happens at night. So before you are rushed to the hospital and all of that, you know, we would call her and right she was door. she was God sent. She was God sent. She didn't complain. She was always ready to help at any point in time. Even when, when we call her up midnight always there she was always there for anyone in my family I said my other two siblings that were sick too she was always there for us you know so we used to call her god yeah, sense yeah. then you know yes so that was how we um, i was you know managing it and all so but after i got i had an encounter as per when i went to university learning about knowing about god the power of God concerning healing and all of that, you know, I get somehow convinced that ah, this thing is going to end someday, you know, it's going to end someday. So that was how my faith was at that time. My faith at that time wasn't for it to end mm -hmm. now. My well, faith someday, at that time was someday, someday God, you heal me of this thing. This thing was going to end now. So 
that was how I managed till after my university, I came back home. And then my mom too was, her work with God and her knowledge of God also had mm. grown. Her faith had also grown, you know, to a high level then, you know. So we started together talking to, sometimes I'll go and meet her and, you know, we'll talk about it when I fall sick. I remember there was a time I was very, as in, I was very sick and all, and it was so bad that I don't know how to explain it. I, I told yeah. her, if God was going to heal me because the pain was too much, mommy, I want to go. If God doesn't want to heal me, let me go. This pain is too much. I can't bear it. Yeah. And she rebuked me immediately and said, no. You are not going anywhere. You cannot go anywhere. You know, she started confessing and speaking the word of God to me. Speaking it and saying it to herself that I will not bury my young. God has given it to me and you will stay and you will Amen. not die. You know, she was... Me, I was, I was just there. I was like tired. But I was tired and I was ready to yeah, go. But she that's held a difficult my... place to be, and I can imagine how your mom felt about it. So for her to have that boldness to be speaking, you know, positivity or, or God's word over your life, then she she definitely is a strong woman. <laughs> she, in fact, I don't I don't know how 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 explain her. She's such a strong woman because my other two siblings that were also yeah. SS, their own story another one because they, they also have their own share yeah, of you know at a point of their of their times of their sickness wanting to give up and she she was there as but no very strong and all and okay she she now also was telling me that I cannot that you will not go as in she held my hands and she was speaking the word to me talking praying Saying, God, you did not give me this girl for, for her to go like this, I know. So at that point, I was like, let this woman do this prayer. And, you know, I didn't have faith mm -hmm. at that time. There was no faith. So it was just her prayer and her faith that was just what I had left. I didn't have any faith. So after that experience, she called me and told me that, ah, you will never go through this again. This is the last aspect. I will never go through mm. the crisis to a point that I will want to give up, you know. So she started telling me about God's word. Do you know that you can be healed of this? You know, she was just speaking to me and we were just talking just in generally. That was how, you know, my faith grew a little from that too. So after that instance, I told her that, if God will heal me, eh, that I know I made I made a comment about serving God mm -hmm. fully. If God heal me, you know, she was not like that one is not a problem for God. That God actually wants it, to you do know? it. She, that's the thing with God; He wants to do it. Exactly. So, my mom was a very um a, a big yeah. tool in my healing process. Yes, because. She was always there for me, speaking to me, encouraging me. There were times that I would just, you know, 
even when I had other issues, just I'll now relate it to my yeah. sickness. She'll be like, "Ready, don't that." She was always there encouraging me, um, speaking God's word to me. You know, in fact, she's one in a million. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know the word to use, but she's one in a zillion. She, she has never one day. Sometimes I used to feel that. Do you one day, you know, as in have any doubts? Fall back, look back, have doubts. And I'm sure she gets. Yes. Uh-huh. As she's talking to you as her daughter, she's trying to encourage you. So she's, she's putting up that like, okay, you know what? I need to have faith so that my daughter can have faith because we need faith to be able to push, push through this, this particular time. So, <laughs> exactly. I wish you that. Does this woman ever have a downtime? You know, <laughs> because she was always up. As in, any time I'm speaking to her, I've, I hardly find her crying or down or something like that. So I was like, ah, "This you must be a superwoman, you know, something like that." But she also tells me that, ah, of course, she has those downtime, but she holds on yeah. to God because she knows that God, you know can do and we will do it so um back to there was let me bring up an encounter i had with okay. my mom okay that was um yes we were watching um, a program on um, television, like um, testimonies um, on TV. Redemption yeah. Camp, they are Holy Ghost okay. Nights. So there was um, testimonies concerning healing of the same sickle yes. cell of two different, two different ladies. At that point, I looked at my mom and she looked at me. I was like, ah. You know, testimony took my faith to another level because it was exactly, it was like as if it was my life history. What somebody was going through, you know, it was like the person was painting what I was going through exactly. Mm. So I'm sure in your mind, you're thinking, if God can do this for them, then why not me? Exactly. That was what just came to my mind. I said, ah, I said, mommy, are you hearing what I'm hearing? That these people have because they they brought evidence yeah. of you know test and everything they had done and the thing was changed immediately. So I keyed into that testimony with my mom and we held hands and we yeah. prayed. You know, prayer of agreement that God, if you can do this for these two ladies that we don't even know, you know. If you can do it for them, my own case is a small thing. It's a done deal. It is settled already. Amen. So we talked and we said, God, it is settled already. And we are going to share the testimony that it is not changed to A-S-O-A-A. You know, we declared it and we spoke it. And that was it that day, you know. After that day, um, we went about our normal activities and all, but back then, like after that day, three months after that day, I didn't fall sick. I hadn't fallen ill. I hadn't fallen into crisis. 
you know. Then I think mm. the fourth month, sickness came. I, I fell into crisis and um, I, I realized that it had been a while I had fallen into crisis since, since that um, encounter, that prayer of agreement. Yes. So yeah, when it mm-hmm. came, my faith was up and up and up and I rebuked it immediately. I said, this thing, I have, I have already gotten That's my healing. Cool. You know. I love it. This one you are just doing. You are just playing hide and seek. You know, I have already gotten my healing. Mm. I am healed in Jesus' name and it is permanent. Father, Lord, my healing is permanent in the name of Jesus. The balm in Gilead, you have healed me. And this, this, this is just, you know, trial. I just saw it as a test, you know, because sometimes when um, God mm. had already, has already done something, the devil will just come, you know, come around yeah. and see, ah, is this yeah. person, whether your faith is, you know, high up there, just to try. If you really, if you really exactly. believe what So God that was how I saw it at that time. And at that time, I had um, I had joined um, workers training in church. I had become a worker in church. My faith, my, my work with God was, you know, moving as in it was on another level, you know. So I had even um, gone for a series of um, teachings. I have listened to, I listened to a lot of um, um, preachings and teachings on healing too. You know, so I had gotten, I've read books on healing. I've gotten, you know, my faith had just been built like that. When it happened, I just knew it, it was just a test and a trial, you know. So I immediately. Fine. It didn't go immediately. I just, I, I was still sick and all. But in my mind and in my, within me, I just settled it there. So after that sickness, that was... Um, on the fourth month, fifth, sixth month, there was nothing again. I wasn't sick at all. So I think it was towards towards the sixth month, you know, um, I had to fill fill out something, a form that um, required my. Genge, this is where the, this is where the question. Has I had to feel really that. Believe. So when I saw it, I, I I just smiled. I showed my mom. I said, "Ah, mom, is they asking for a genotype here?" She was like, "Ah." <laughs> we just laughed about it. She was like, "Ah, right, Jesus genotype gender." I said, "Ah." She said, "Don't you believe you are here?" I said, "Ah, mommy, I'm here." She was not like, "Okay, let's go for test, so that we'll be done." So, so. Hmm. My 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 faith wasn't shaking at all, you know. What um what the devil wanted mm. was maybe for me to be scared or something, but I was not scared at all. Yeah, because yeah. I knew mm. where I was coming from, from having to have crisis every like in a month. I can have crisis for like three times. Sometimes three times, four times, yeah. at least twice. To not having crisis for one, two, three <laughs> months at a 
another two months Three again months at a stretch. Ah, I was just pumping as in, I was just like, hey, God, I was ready and excited for what I was going to see, for what God was going to do, you know. So, again, we now went for a lab, um, lab test. We, we now checked. Immediately, you know, then you, you get your result like 20 minutes or so after immediately. The results came. Was I looked at my mom and she was like, look at this God. We're just shouting. <laughs> the people there, I'm sure they will be looking as in, had these people like, okay. Is there something wrong with this? But the excitement was just too much. As in, I heard my mom, we were jumping, we were shouting, she was dancing, praising God. You can imagine somebody dancing and praising. Both of us were just jubilating there. And they were looking at us as in, Madam, waiting they happen, waiting they go on. We're just like, ah. This God is too much, as in God is awesome. God is great. We're just shouting and shouting and shouting. So let's say, my mom was mm. like, ah, come, let's go another place. Let's shame this devil very well. Let's go another place and check this thing. So we now went to hospital now. One of um, her, the hospital close to her church. We now went there. We now checked it again. Yeah. It was now the same AA. Wow. Wow. As in, wow. this God is just awesome. This God is just too much. Ah, that was how we were just happy. In fact, my heart was, if you if you divide my heart into two, I don't finish. The joy inside me was just too much. I couldn't contain myself. I couldn't contain myself. I just couldn't contain myself. So the joy was just too much. It was too much. Yes. And I would imagine. And I just, I mean, that's, that's you know, it's, it's very easy, like that kind of time. Fear may have crippled you and you say, I don't want to go and test because I'm not sure. I don't want to go and see what the results are saying. Especially because you had now had a, a funny pseudo crisis that came in the middle. You're like, hey, God, if I go and take this thing now and it's now not a, a it will crush everything that you thought had happened. So, I mean, the boldness that you had, yes. you, say, you know what, I'm going to go and check is like, that's, that's actually, that, that shows that you did believe what God had done. And you were like, you know what, I'm like, your mom said, I want to shame the devil. And I, it just makes me always remember this, this um, description that I, I heard once, I can't remember who said it, about what faith is. And it says that don't allow what you see to hinder what you believe. So it means that even no matter what you're looking at, what it seems like, oh yes, I still have a temperature. I still have a crisis, but you believed that God had changed your genotype. So in your head, you're like, my genotype has changed so much that when you had a form to fill out, it's like, eh, okay, no problem. I'm filling out this form and I know what I'm going to fill out, but let me go and test it so that at least the paper is in my hand. And honestly, that's just so, 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 so phenomenal. And I can imagine how yes. your, mom, you and your mom felt that day. <laughs> it was just, the process so, was, in fact... Maybe I'm, I'm not sure I, I even explained the whole process we had gone through. Weeping, crying, the whole, oh Lord, when would this end? The whole, in fact, it was just, wow. you know. And one thing is sometimes miracle, miracle could happen instantly, you know. Mm. You just get it 
Exactly. Sometimes it tarries, Sometimes it sits for a while before it is perfected. Yep. That was my own case. My case was it it didn't just, you know, go like that. It came back just to test me and see, ah, mm. I'm, I'm of that. And if yep, I yep, had been yep. defeated in my heart that day, you know, when that sickness came that, oh, uh, I still have this crisis or this sickle cell is still in me. Believe me, it would have stuck there. Exactly. There was that trust and belief that you had that was able to pull you through. It's because obviously God, God now, he was like, hey, hey, let me, my daughter, let's see. If she actually yeah. really believes, that's so amazing. And there is power in confession. There is power in God's word. Confessing God and believing it. Don't just yeah, it in your heart. Say it out, you know. Mm. Because then, my mom is, in fact, expert in that. She even had inscriptions. She writes, she wrote um, healing, healing words from, um, healing verses from God's word and pasted mm. it in places in the house. So when you are, wow. when you are, when you are going as in, soak yourself in God's word concerning whatever it is that you want or you're believing God for you know that so that even when you are sleeping the word is working that is so beautiful hello would you okay yes i can hear you now hello i'm here okay so even even up till now it's not like i don't fall sick yeah you know it's not like uh, i don't have um malaria or headaches or what whatever it is but you know what i do now is you know i got to a point where i said god perfect mm. healing is mine you know when i got realized that um, you know i hear some people say i've not been sick for mm-hmm. 10 years I've not been sick. I've not been to the hospital for 15 years, 20 years. I'm like, come on, that is exactly. what I want Why to oh God. <laughs> Why can't I heal that person, you know? You so at that point... Is this, is this malaria that he cannot heal you from? <laughs> exactly. When I, believe, when I know that God had healed me from SS to AA, you know, is it um, headache, malaria, or whatever it is? You know that he cannot do so when it when it comes when it happens i just pray and i said god me and you we've had this deal you mm. know this body temple of the lord no yes. sickness no sickness can dwell in this body no sickness can stay 24 24 hours is even too much in this body you know so i speak to the sickness and i rebuke it i send it back to where it is coming from you know yes and that's it you know and sometimes it doesn't happen instantly, you know. Yeah. But what I, I have learned to do is I just ignore it. After I speak the word and I pray, I settle it in my heart that this yes. thing is it's gone. I just ignore it. And I realize that later on, I, I'm, I'm looking for that thing and I'm not seeing that sickness again. I'm like, oh, God has already, God has settled it. Has Even to the point of headache, to the point of menstrual pain, I usually have menstrual pain before, but right mm. now, 
have menstrual pain at all again, you know. Wow. I don't have, so I just, don't have a divine health mantra. So it's not about, okay, so yes, God did this big one healing miracle for you. Um, but then yeah. you held on to, to that same God and now have a divine health mantra where whereas like everything else that could possibly be wrong, you hand it over to God and he does what he does, which is yes. you know, healing. Yeah. But I, honestly it, you, it happens like magic now. As <laughs> in, I don't know. I mean for me, what's the things that I find that in your story that are extremely, extremely, extremely keys. There was one thing that you said in the beginning where you said that ah, when you became a Christian and you started to understand who God was, that you realized that one of the things that come with Christianity is the gift of divine health. So yes. it's very easy for all of us to think that, ah, okay, you know, God says in his word that, oh, we shall not be sick, we shall not be this, but, but, but a lot of times we don't believe it. And there are some sicknesses that we take over others. We say, ah, okay, maybe we shouldn't have cancer, but we can have headache. Oh, it's okay to, oh, I just have a headache. Oh, I, I just have ah, amnesia. No. Oh, I just have this... And, you think that those things are okay, but they're actually not. They're actually not okay. Like, no sickness at all should be all right in anybody that Christ dwells in. And another thing that I thought that was very important was, of course, your mom and something that you learned as well, speaking over, speaking the God's word over your life. So, I mean, what I would always encourage, like you said, your mom used to write everything down. You just write down all the healing scriptures, write down confessions concerning your healing, and keep repeating yeah. them like a crazy, like you're repeating it over and over and over and over again. And word is life. So literally, you're speaking God's word, and that is like life in itself into your veins. And it's amazing how it changes things. And another point was the fact that there's an intercessor. So even when you didn't have faith, your mom had it. So she was yes. over your life. So even if you could not speak, she was there. So you can't, I don't think we should ever belittle somebody else praying for us or praying with us about something or us yes. being, standing in the gap for someone else. Like you have a child, you have a husband, a friend or something. You can actually stand in the gap for the person for God to, to be able to respond. And then you, you just refuse to accept what you saw because that, that, to me, that was the strongest point of your healing where, yes, you had a crisis after three months, but you still believed that God had done it and held on to his word concerning it. Girl, I have to give you like, <laughs> in fact, no, I have to give the Jesus in you thumbs up because that is amazing. <laughs> amazing, amazing, amazing. Like I can't like, oh, and another point that you, you did mention was that Healing does not always happen immediately. So yes. sometimes you feel like, oh, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. How come? Or maybe you're at a healing um, or healing meeting or something, and the, the minister lays his hand on, on one person, and the person gets healed immediately, lays his hand that's, on you, and you don't get healed immediately. And I think it's yourself, ah, I didn't get healed. But that doesn't mean that you're not healed. You go home and you continue to say, ah, well, God, you said that I'm healed. So I'm going to continue to speak this word until it manifests in the physical. Because what I've learned is that everything that happens, um, in the physical has happened first in the spirit so it just takes some time for you to transmit from the spirit into the physical and we cannot be discouraged when we see when we don't see healing immediately we cannot be discouraged we just have to keep holding on to which is what you did you just held on to that one and she was not discouraged you're just like you know god you've done it you've done it you've done it and i'm going to continue and you know would you, what would you say that you know the things that he does in between are distractions so you know how sometimes yes. like i when see them as completely so so like oh yes it like you feel like you're healed but something happens it's a distraction it's not the truth it's a distraction it's yeah. not the truth so if you keep holding on to the truth that's what you're going to get you're actually going to get the truth and sometimes it takes longer than others or you can see somebody else's situation and think ah what happened me uncle you know so ah, man would you girl <laughs> 
this is such an amazing story and i'm just like i'm grateful to god because oh when, when did you do the test that was i think you said it was 2011 abby yes 2011 was when i did it and this yes. is 2018 so you now nothing nothing like that at all and this is something know? that you had from when you were 13 and i know that you are are you in your 30 i don't know Sha, but Sha is many many years <laughs> Exactly. So, I mean, just, just for us to understand the perspective of what Uju is talking about here, this is healing power to the power of 100. And this is what our God does. And I'm just like, I mean, all the story. Yeah. He's also, also, it keeps going. You don't, you don't stop at any point in time. Mm, yeah. To, you know, it you should keep on going higher and higher and higher. I've not even gotten to where I'm going to. Ah, where I'm going to, I want to be able to minister healing to people. Yes, you know, girl. You shouldn't stop at points in time. You should be able to, you know, go higher and higher, you know, not uh, stopping at any, any point in time. I say, okay, God has, has done it. I've, I relax, you know, yeah. because the devil can come in any way and form. Yep, 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 with distractions. Yes. Wow, Uche, that's super, super amazing. I just, I thank God for your life. And I know that he has perfected what he already did um, because he's done it. It's perfected for sure. So <sighs> congratulations, girl. God, God is awesome. I give you said that you want to minister healing unto people. And I know that let's even start with this platform. So I'm actually going to give you the opportunity now to pray for anyone who possibly could have, could be going through what you used to go through or maybe the person has gotten their healing before and feels like whatever it is is creeping right back in as a distraction, that, as we know that it is. Um, would you, if you can just say a word of prayer. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, Amen. we thank you for the praise. We glorify your name for you are awesome. We thank you for your awesomeness. We thank you, Father, Lord for an opportunity like this, Father Lord, I give you glory. I pray for every listener, everyone under the sound of my voice, Father Lord, that is believing you for healing in any form. Father Lord, whether it's emotional healing, physical mm -hmm. healing, bodies, Father Lord, I pray that you touch them in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, let your healing hands come upon them and Amen. heal them. Jesus, Father, Lord, Amen. let them have cause, Father, Lord, to testify, even as they are listening to my testimony today, Father, Lord, let them have every cause to testify that, oh, Lord, even as you have done it for me, you have also done it for them in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Make Amen. their healing permanent in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, Lord, give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Uju, thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to share or just to say a final word? Honestly, I'm so encouraged. Like, so, 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 so encouraged. Me, I'm a divine health uh, madam. Like, I don't play around with it. I truly believe that God can heal anything. And I don't, I don't believe that we should ever be sick. It doesn't matter your age, your, your background, your, what, the, what the doctor says. I, I truly do believe it. So I feel like, you know, anyone listening... You can hold on to the word, God's word, just the same way we hold on to his word. And um, Uju, sorry, I was asking, like, was there anything else that you wanted to just say, you know, share last? 
Okay, lastly, I this is I think it's between me and you. Remember last week we were supposed to do this, but uh, the yeah. devil came in distraction, you know, and mm-hmm. I was I was down at that time. I had sore truths, you know, and oh, wow. yeah. I was given all prescription for the sore truths, you know, mm-hmm. and it didn't go until I, I realized that, you know. You know, sometimes I don't know whether you forget or something. I was like, ah, why am I killing myself over this thing? Yes. I've not even prayed about it, you know. Have you asked God? You've not asked God. And, you know, it just came to me. And I said, God, forgive me for neglecting you. You know, seeing you first for this thing and trying. I tried it. I even took ginger. Someone said I should chew ginger. I should uh, swallow big uh, one sweets like that. They gave me so many things. Until I now realize that, ah, come on, you know, the Holy Spirit reminded me, come on, you have not told me about this thing at all. Yeah. So I prayed about. It. That was how the thing just disappeared. I know, you know? Mm-hmm. and Uju, I know what's actually also interesting. I feel like we've been trying to record this for a little bit now, and you know, testimonies a whole. That's something that I wanted to mention. You were your your faith was pumped by a testimony that you heard being shared on TV, and uh, you and your mom stood in agreement. That is the same yes. way that anybody that's hearing this testimony can stand on the same God and just hold on to that word and say, ah, you did this for you, you can do it for me. So it's very important for us to share our testimonies for other people to hear it because when they hear, then they are inspired to say that, okay, you know what? God can also do this for me. Um, and we, we're trying to share, we're trying to share. Now, when Uju told me last week that she had a short thread, I said, mm-hmm. now, now, no, we're going to share this story, whether, whether you like it or not. So I'm just yes. really Yes, that was tried and tried with the network, with different things, you know. Yep. But well, we are sharing it now, and I know that we're going to be people are going to be blessed from this. I believe and I trust God that people will be blessed, and we're going to have a spiral of testimonies just from sharing the story. So, would you God bless you? And like as you've said, through you, many will know Christ. Through you, many will be healed, and through you, yes. many will, your through your story. You don't even have to be there. Through your story alone men who will get their healing or from the same thing from SS just like you did and from anything else that could have possibly be wrong with their bodies. And I believe in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, darling. So, so lovely chatting with you. (laughs) Nice chatting with you too. All right, my dear. Take care. Have a lovely rest of the day. You too, dear. Bye. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Encounter series. Today, we interviewed Uju, like you know, and I'm so excited that we're able to share this story. And I just know that, you know, like we said earlier, through Uju's story, many will know their healing. And you guys just hold on to God's word concerning healing. And once again, it's the Encounter series with Osaru Alile. Please share, 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 share Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And um, you never know who this story will touch, whose life this story will touch. And, um, you know, keep listening to The Encounter Series every Thursday on all your podcast platforms. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.